It's the Life of a Sports Mom podcast with host Shoshana Cook. We're here Mondays at 7 p.m. Pacific Time and 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Coach Cook's wealth of knowledge within college sports, recruiting, and the NCAA Clearinghouse will bring a new level to what we do. Here we go! Happy Monday, everybody. I'm back. I I skipped last week, but don't mind that. But I'm back. But I'm back with a mom giving her perspective on recruiting. We know it's so many people dealing with recruitment. So tonight we are going to welcome Ms. Nicole Jackson. She is the mother of Keenan Jackson, who is a UNC commit. And she is going to talk to us about her recruiting process. Because remember, everybody's recruiting process is different. It can be great. It can be lovely. It can be heart-wrenching. Everybody help me welcome Miss Nicole Jackson. How are you, Nicole? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for coming on because we know it's it's three hours ahead where you are at. So I appreciate <laughs> you staying up and coming on. Um, one of the things that I do with this podcast is I really try to talk to, I really try to put out the recruiting. Because most people think that it is glitz and glam, you know, glitz and glamour, excuse me, yeah. because they yeah. see the pictures they see people in uniforms, people getting offers. They don't understand the work that is behind it. Um, first, congratulations to your son, Keenan, on his commit to Thank UNC. you so much. Um, I know you are happy because when my son committed, it was like a final release. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to go through the the phone calls just talking to different coaches, trying to figure out who's being honest, who's who's yeah. just telling you what they want you to hear. Um, I try to tell people all the time that we need to prepare our kids that although they're number one in the state that they're at, or though, although they're the top player where, where they're at, when you go to whatever college you're going to go to, everybody's number one. That's right. That's right. You know what I mean? So yep. how was your process for your son? You know, to be, like, overall, I'm, I'm grateful. I think we had a more positive experience, you know, because you do hear horror stories. Um, but, you know, we really tried to just, you know, savor, you know, each part of the process um, because, it you know, it does be get, become exhausting at some point. And, you know, but you never want to lose sight of, you know, the opportunity and be, you know, and always remain grateful. So overall, we had a really good experience. Um, you know, I think, too, you know, Keenan's freshman year was the half a season. It was coming off of COVID. And, I, you know, I think that also allowed us to kind of stay grounded and, you know, remain grateful, um, you know, because mm-hmm. we, we knew what it was like on the other end not to have the opportunity to attend camps and, have the opportunities to play even. So I think that helped um, in the process as well. But overall, you know, we met wonderful coaches, wonderful players and programs, and 
um, we really had a good, um, you know, journey through that, through his recruiting. Absolutely. And now, so what, okay, so in your process, so what I used to tell people when I went through the recruiting process with my son is I used to tell them, write down your questions. You know, mm-hmm. the same way they're interviewing you is the same Absolutely. way you need to interview them because your yeah. child is going to be there for the next three or four years. So you yeah. want to make sure that whatever choice that household makes, that mm-hmm. you vetted that coaching staff to the best mm-hmm. of your ability, you know. That's um, right. And I think no that's one what it is. Yeah, they want they're recruiting yeah. an athlete, but they're recruiting families as well because they know it is a package deal. And you know, if mom was not happy, nobody's happy, right? <laughs> Say it again you know, for the people in the back. I said, if, if, <laughs> I said <laughs> if mom was not happy, nobody's happy, right? <laughs> you know, and so you know, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I you know, and so I think that's part of it. Like you know, they but they all you know they want to recruit good kids, and a lot of that they know comes from you know their support system, and so I think they're looking and they're recruiting families. But that's you make a great point, you know, and that is something you know I'm I'm a high school school counselor, and I always tell students as they're going on interviews and school tours, you know, you need to interview them as well, and so it's the same thing, you know, through this process. Um, and, and Keenan's lucky, you know, he's been around, he has so many mentors, you know, I coached for many years, um, mm-hmm. he was at, you know, I coached at a school that had a lot of kids go off to play division one power five schools. And so he's been fortunate to have a lot of mentors and to be able to pick their brains and, um, his seven on seven program has had wonderful success with their players heading off. And he's been able to talk with those players about their experience, those that went before him and, and they all said, ask questions. Don't be yeah. afraid to ask questions, you know, and I think that really helped Keenan, you know, when he would go on his visits. It wasn't just because it is. You could, you know, you go to the sporting events. That's fun, <laughs> you know, but you got to get, you know, below the layers of everything, and it's so true. You know, definitely to be – you have to come with that mindset that you're recruiting them like they're recruiting you. Absolutely. And, you know, I say it to people I, – I, I know when – you know, people, when we're talking about recruiting, they get tired of me saying it, but I'm like, everybody want to go to Division One. Mm-hmm. Remember, it's a business. So is mm-hmm. your athlete ready for that Division One schedule? Because you're going to yeah. get up and be on that field or in that locker room at 6. You probably won't get back to your room to 10. Ain't that mm-hmm. much partying you're going to be doing. Oh yeah. If you a, you're gonna do some partying, but you ain't gonna do a lot, especially during fall season. So, do you have the drive to be consistent with that program without mom and dad waking you up? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it is because it's a, it, they're not gonna come wake you up. Nope. <laughs> no. They're gonna give you your yeah. schedule. You know, so. And I, and 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 I think with so one one question I want to ask you is um, when you were doing your recruiting when when your son was going through his recruiting how what was it about Charlotte that they stood out other than the that he had offers because he was at he had offers from NC State Duke uh, Virginia Tech 
East Carolina, mm-hmm. ODU, North Carolina, A&T? Like, what made them stand out? So, I'm sorry, you said, you had me said Charles, but UNC Chapel Hill. Yes. So, I think for Keenan, and it's ironic, you know, we kind of grew up following Duke. You know, we're, I'm not from North Carolina, but I had several students that played there. So, we kind of, the irony, you know, we laugh. But I think for Keenan, ultimately is, you know, he said he wanted to, for himself, he said, I owe it to myself to make sure I fully explore all these and not just go with your kind of first gut instinct. But that gut instinct, I think, was there, and it led him. You know, he said it just – he always felt comfortable when he was on the campus. Um, yeah. Even when we were walking around with or without coaches, he um, he felt that without football, you know, he'd be honored to be a student a student at that school, you know. And so he looked at all parts of it, and, um, you know, he said it was the way he got got along with the players and the way that the players communicated with each other, just the vibe and the culture of the program – the way that they were with the coaches, because you go to some schools and you can see, you, you get a feel that the kids are kind of scared of the coaches, you know, yeah. and it has to be that yeah. full respect. You also know the amount of time that they spend together. You want them to feel comfortable with the people they are with. And, you know, and for me, you know, seeing Keenan, you know, just be at peace, you know, and, and being excited, you know, that, that puts my, you know, <laughs> mind at rest and, you know, but also when I was going, you know, I'm coming from the mom perspective. I want him around good people. Yeah. You know, I want him in an environment that is going to help him develop, you know, not only on the field, but as a man. And, you know, and it's it's a lot to juggle, um, you know, to be a student athlete. You know, everyone sees the game day, like these pictures, the glitz and glam, but it is, it's a lot. It's grueling. Yeah. You know, it's tough, you know, and, like, you know, you go from being, you know, one of the top players in your area to, you know, you're right there at the bottom trying to work your way up again, you know. So it's it's a lot for them mentally and physically and juggling academics. And so I just wanted him to be in a place with um, a great, you know, culture of support and, you know, fun. You know, you want them to have fun and you want them to grow in all ways. And I think that's, you know, when we every time we went up there um, – it just felt really comfortable, you know, because you get a lot of the salesman pitches, you know, <laughs> yeah. and all of that when you go through the process. And it was just genuine, and, and it never wavered. You know, there was some that showed interest, you know, more interest later on. Um, but they were on him early, and I think that they just showed genuine interest in his ability to grow and to be developed. And I think those were kind of the main things, um, you know, but – it, it's a tough decision, though. You know, you have, you know, there we. He was so fortunate. He met wonderful position coaches, head coaches, players. You know, at several schools. Um, but he just said, you know, he tried to, you know, keep an open mind, and you know, he did. He go on. He went on a few visits that he really enjoyed. But he said it was just in his heart. He just knew that that was a place for him. And, and you know, I think that's very important because one of the things I said to my son when he went through his recruiting is I want you to not imagine the the football program. Yeah. Could you yeah. see yourself on the campus? You know, yeah. could you mm-hmm. really see yourself going to that school and why? Mm-hmm. You know, because football's gonna always be there. Or whatever sport your your child plays mm-hmm. it's gonna always be there. If you don't like the school, we have a problem. Because yeah. things can change. My son yeah. went through that change. You know, coaching staff changed. Yeah. 
you still at the school because she liked the school. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. it's very it's important. Very important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, one question I want to ask you, um, during your recruiting stage, did you guys talk to the different schools about how they are, if your son has picked out a major or if he thought about a major, will it fit into their football schedule? Because, you know, a lot of programs mm-hmm. will change a kid's major to mm-hmm. fit into their program. Yeah, you know, we have wonderful meetings um, with um, different programs. You know, Keenan's still undecided. He has a few kind of interests that he's leaning towards, but um, they let us, I mean, they offered on our official visits, we got to sit down one-on-one with different professors, support mm-hmm. staff, and talk about how, what, even looking as detailed as a four-year plan, what would it look like? What would his right. in-season, out-of-season, summer um, what's possible, and some of these schools are doing amazing things. Gosh, I mean, me, I was like, gosh, I wish I could go back and <laughs> start all over, you know, and yeah. what they're offering students and, and not, you know, skimping them. They're not, you know, saying the, you know, football players, hey, the demand is this. Like, they want them to, one, get a degree in hopefully three years, but also, you know, be allowed to choose the major that they want. And it was also, I mean, it, there was players that weren't in – academic clubs, you know, from, from the major that were doing internships, traveling abroad in the summer, and it was all encouraged. Um, so yeah. that was part of it as well. And, and they talked about the advanced degree and the opportunity for Keenan to earn an advanced degree. And so, you know, that's, I think that's part of UNC Chapel Hill that, um, you know, great, you know, a positive for us is just the academic part and, you know, the rigor of the institution and, you know, and we hope all Keenan's football dreams come true and that he has a long career in football, but at one point he will hang up his cleats, you know, and you got to think about life after football. And, um, you know, he he felt like he would be really supported there and that he would have a lot of opportunities, um, you know, in different majors and career-wise and the connections and the internships. So um, that was, you know, that was one of the things that I kind of, you know, put at the front with when I spoke with coaches, this is important to us. and He's a student athlete, and we know that life after this, and um, and they did a wonderful job um, really getting us time. It wasn't just like these are our majors. We really got to sit down one-on-one with different people in um, the department through, we, you know, we met um, in the business school, and we sat with professors one-on-one, and um, that was that was great. Yeah, and, you know, I, sometimes it's best to do things backwards meaning football should be the last thing you're talking about because you know what mm-hmm. your athlete can do, else they wouldn't be looking at your athlete. That's but right. let's flip it and let's see, because just like the program is, and I don't mean this intentionally, but it's intentionally, just because the program is, that program is using your kid for his athletism. So, therefore, why don't you use them for what you need them for? So write down questions when it comes to what you're looking for, what you're trying to do after programs they have. You know, it's a lot of good schools that have beyond football programs that are really good programs, you know. But for some reason during the, the recruiting process, you don't hear many people talking about that because which it it happens to everybody, 
They're just trying to find a, a place for their athlete where the athlete is happy. But I just think yeah. all I's need to be crossed and all T's need to be, you know, all I's need to be dotted and all T's need to be crossed. Mm-hmm. So you know you that at the end of the day when your child leaves that school, they're getting just as much as what they left on the field for that particular Absolutely. program. Yeah, you know. absolutely. That's right. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a, it needs to be a, you know, a partnership, and you know, and they both need to be able to benefit, you know, and you, and that's, you know, Keenan's dream is, you know, his goal is to be, he wants to be able to be a playmaker and contribute. Um, yeah. But you know, he also looked at what academic and opportunities he would have, you know, through the programs and the education there. So yes, it does. It has to be, but you know, it can't be one sided. And I think that's right. part, like the. Pro- goes so fast at times because life you're still life and you're still working you're still going to school you're uh-huh. still doing you have your you know but you know so you're trying to you know take all of this in and it goes so fast so I, that is you know you're making a great point where really writing things down and going through because you can easily forget you know you go up there and you know you go up there for a game day and you eat you you know you socialize with you meet different recruits and parents and coaches and then you're at a game cheering and then you're on your way home you know so it goes yeah. so fast you know, so it's so important to make sure that you ask questions and you, you know, get answers to the questions and, and look at the full, you know, the full opportunity because it's not just football or whatever sport a student is going for. You know, you have to look at all of the opportunities, you know, and, you know, what you can gain from that university. Is there any other advice that you will give a parent just now starting the recruiting stage because it's so different from when you first start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think with my son, his recruiting became really crazy his 10th grade year. Mm-hmm. But it was 10th grade year was the beginning. By 12th grade year, I was ready to pull my hair out. But <laughs> I learned a lot in those two years. So yeah. is there some advice that you will give a parent that is beginning to see the recruiting stage for their athletes. Yeah. Um, You know, just to reiterate some of the things we said, you know, making sure that you're asking questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions or, you know, you, you know, I think sometimes you go in there and you want to just, everyone wants to be nicey nice (laughs) and be all positive and it's okay to ask questions. That's not, there's nothing negative about that, you know, but don't be afraid to ask questions and, also, just let it be, you know, your child's journey. I think it's so easy to get caught up in what other kids and their position, their grade, their school, their, you know, conference are doing, and everyone's journey is so different. Um, and I think, you know, just, you know, let it be your child's journey and, you know, enjoy that process. You know, this, it's a once-in-a-lifetime, you know, and so just encourage your child, Um and I just, you know, I think utilize the people that you have in your village, you know, and, you know, I spoke to, you know, Keenan has some great mentors of former players and coaches, and it's, you know, to me, like, knowledge is power, you know, so just pick as many brains as possible, you know, and take it all in and just kind of process it on your own or, you know, with his immediate, you know, his or her immediate family, but um, I think that's the biggest thing is get out there, get on the campuses, because you really get a feel, you know, you can go once and have a wonderful time and go the next time. And it's like, hmm, you know, so I, you got to right. go, I think, you know, make sure you take your time and get on campuses, you know, for different things, not just for the sporting events. Cause I think that's the main time they get you up there, but um, you know, just getting there on a day to day on an average college day to see what it's like. And 
Um, and I, you know, talk to the players. I think that was a big thing for Keenan is he really wanted to spend time with the teams on his official visits and, you know, get a, you know, a true feeling for the culture of the school, um, you know, because they're the ones, you know, I mean, yes, we want to be happy where, where, where we drop our child off, but he's going to be the one getting up each day, going to work, grinding, and you want to be with people that, you know, you feel are, you know, have the kind of same vision, but you can have fun with and that you feel like you will work well together, you know, and, I mean, Keenan's in a group chat with, you know, guys that are committing. I mean, and they're on it all the time. And I love that they're already, you know, building that relationship. And um, I think that's going to, you know, make his experience that much better. So, yeah, I just um, just encourage them to ask questions. Um, and the same for the parents. Don't be afraid to ask questions. And, um, you know, I think that's the thing, too, is just enjoy the process and don't get caught up in who's doing what elsewhere. You know, every every journey is so different, and that's okay. Yeah, and, and because you do find that in the process of the journey, people tend to think that everybody's journey is the same, mm-hmm. and it's not, you know. Um, and that should be happening at the same and different, you know, and correct. Like some kids recruiting may start in the ninth grade. Other kids recruiting may not start to the 11th hour in the 11th grade. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's journey is different. I always suggest to parents is just to be on your P's and Q's. Make sure your kid is taking all of the right classes. That way, when your name is called, they don't look at your transcript and be like, okay, well, you're missing this mm-hmm. class or yeah. you, you got to take this class and now you're scrambling because you want to get into this school because this, they're recruiting you heavily, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I think yeah. that each parent or each family should really just look at their recruiting stage as if that's the only recruit recruitment that only matters, which it definitely does. You know, it's good to get advice from people. It's good to listen to their journey. Just don't take their journey as your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the process by itself is grueling. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be able to have some thick skin with that, with it. Like, yeah. you're going to really have to have some thick skin with it. Because yeah, it's not it's not for the week, I'll tell you that. It is not. Ahead when you start the process and you, you know, kids are going to camps and, you know, and I know it's been different these last few years coming off COVID. And I mean, yeah. it's just the whole process has changed with NIL. I mean, just the transfer portal. I mean, things are just in a, in a, in a constant change. And so everyone's trying to find their footing and find their way. But at the beginning of that process and you're just going camp to camp, hotel to hotel and, you know, and, I don't know. It's hard. You know, you sometimes you get your heart broken. Sometimes, you know, you leave on, you know, and you're on cloud nine and, you know, it's, it's a lot. I think, you know, from the outside, people look at just, you know, think it's just, Ooh, so wonderful. And it is, and it is a wonderful opportunity and, and never would I ever take it for granted, but it is, it's grueling, you know, and um, because you just want to make the right decision, you know, you want to find the right fit. And so, you know, you feel the pressure of that, just trying to find a right, the place where your kid can grow the most and, um, and, you know, and for the player, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot to maintain and they want to, you know, they got to keep, you know, keep to a certain, you know, keep their playing and their ability, you know, their performance to a certain. So it, it is, it's a journey and it's just, but I just say day by day, ask questions, do your homework, 
Um, yeah. Research the schools on your own because they're going to show you the nicest little dorm room. They're going to show you the nicest cafeteria. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's student yes. athlete or not. That's just how it goes, you know. And so, yes. you know, you want to show up sometimes on announce and see what that campus is looking like or how people are hanging out, you know. So, right. Um, but I would tell my students that, you know, uh, never, you know, never mind a student athlete. You know, you just really do your homework. And I think you made a great point as well about the academics. You know, obviously, you know, you can have all the talent in the world, but if they can't, you know, you don't qualify, you don't have, you know, the GPA or the requirements, you're going to be stuck. And and now, you know, it's becoming more popular in the last, like, 10 years, mid-year graduates, and, you know, you want to be, if, if that's something you choose to do, do, are you able to, you know? So just really yeah. doing your homework and making sure you have things in line so, um, you know, all the doors are open and you have the ability to choose and not have things chosen for you. I mean, because, it, you know, a, a lot of – so my son recruitment was during COVID. So it was very different. Yeah. But it was very stressful because mm-hmm. I think I probably was 200 Zoom calls a week. I can't, yeah. So it was – you're trying to remember what this coach said or, you know. Yeah. And you're trying to keep them, you know, keep your children where they cool because we're in the house. So it's just a lot going on. But I learned a lot. I did, that's where I learned to ask certain questions. You know, I used to I I used to tell so the 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 families that came up behind my son's recruitment. I would tell them. If you talk to this this school, day one, write down some of your questions. They may yeah. ask you a question. One of the questions that they ask you, you write it down, and then you turn around and you ask the next, next school that's recruiting your kid. Take mm-hmm. a question out of each out of each school that's talking to your child. Take a question mm-hmm. off of something that they asked your child, and now mm-hmm. you turn around and you ask the next school. And before mm-hmm. you know it, depending on how many people are recruiting your child, you can have a good 10 questions mm-hmm. from that, you know, because I don't want to say it's their spiel, but it's their spiel. Most yeah. of it is all the same. It's just how yeah. they, it's just how they played it for you. The presentation may be different, but most, most of the cr- recruitment is the same. We want your kid. Yeah. We see, mm-hmm. you know, what the kid can do for us. We're excited. That's all the same spiel. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to look past the presentation and dig deep. You know, yeah. because they're it telling your kid that, and they're telling mm-hmm. the other kid <laughs> that they're recruiting the same thing. They're Absolutely. just trying to figure out who's going to commit first. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I I tell people, don't be afraid to ask about the depth chart. Yeah. They can tell you or they won't, but don't be afraid to ask because Absolutely. then that tells you where your kid is at. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know if, if you guys went through that with, with um, your son where you just ask, okay, where where is my kid on this board? Of you guys oh, yeah. recruiting. How do you see him helping? Yeah, you want to know because in Austin, and sometimes they'll change positions on you, you know, and 
So you want to really be pale and, you know, absolutely. Oh, no, those are questions. And, you know, and you want to know and you want them to give you their best honest answer, but you also know, you know, you kids can go to school and, you know, you know, there's all the stars, the three, four, five star, but, like, they're going to play whoever's, you know, producing, who's prepared. You know, if you don't know the playbook but you're a freak athlete, you might be a liability to them. So, you know, we know there's other factors that will play into it um, when you get your opportunity to work and and train, you know. But, yeah, you want to know from the, you know, from that point, from the recruiting time, where does your athlete stand? Absolutely. And I think that's a hard question for many to ask, but, like you said, like they worst they can do is not tell you. I mean, not answer you fully, but, but you that's, know, that, the that's their answer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but at the end of the day, you want to know that. You know what I mean? Because, like you said, when 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 your athlete when you drop your when you drop your athlete off at their dorm, they probably gonna have one day to get everything together, and in the mix of that one day, a playbook gonna be dropped off to them. Mm-hmm. They may get the iPad with, with on yep. there already. It's mm-hmm. not there, so you can sit there and be like, okay, I'll get it. I'll deal with it later. No, it's dropped off because the next day, y'all going to be in that playbook. You and know. You want to see who, who's putting the time in. Yeah, that's right. At, absolutely. They want to yeah. see who cracked that playbook open. Mm-hmm. Once they once the parents left, mm-hmm. you know, so you just you deal with it's a lot. Like there's some I used to one friend of mine said one of her friends' kids they didn't really do playbooks. Now he goes to college and that's all they're doing. Mm-hmm. So it was like not hard for him, but hard for him, you know, because. You're not used to it. You're trying to remember certain plays, you know. Those are things that we got to look at, too. Like, in the recruiting stage, some coaches will give you some of their plays from a, from a previous playbook to see mm-hmm. how your IQ is mm-hmm. with the sport. Oh, yeah, they break you down. I mean, we met with offensive coordinators. We met with position coaches. Yeah. And broke down his, break down his film. You break down their film. You yeah. go in there and drilling, you know. It was, it was, that was actually kind of fun to watch. It was, yeah. um, he they, you know, he loves to watch film and break down film. So, I mean, he was in his glory during, like, he could have done that all day. Um, but, yeah. yeah, they're going to go. You know they're not just doing that to have fun. They're <laughs> They want to see what you know. They want to see, you know, how you can pick up on things. And, yeah. They're testing you. In a yeah. way, without yeah. saying that they're testing you. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're throwing things out at you like, okay, we watched your game um, on Friday. What did you do wrong here? Or, you know, what happened with this? Like, like they want to make sure that you can break yourself down, break your film down. And then turn around and tell them what you should have done better. Mhm. That's right. And that was the thing too, you know. Um, Keenan, he always made it a point to ask coaches, you know, you know, things where he, where could he grow, like where could he develop, you know, what could he work on, and and you know, and I and I love to see that because you know you always want to be a student of the game and you know learn to a deeper level and improve, and so. Um, 
that's a big part of it, like asking questions. But, you know, like we were saying at the beginning, you know, they're going to use you to ascend, use them, like gain knowledge from them. Like, so don't, you know, through this yeah. process, you know, see the ones who are really going to coach you up, you know, who are the ones that really want to develop you. Um, so I think that was important to, you know, for him to have, ask those questions and, you know, kind of be able to be more specific about, you know, his ability, his play, his style of play. And, and I questions, think questions, some, questions. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Is your son like a, I call him the lab geek, that's always looking at film and breaking it down? All day, like, every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, can you put that down for five minutes? Like, I'm talking. Yeah. <laughs> but you understand that during the process, who they are like that's how their IQ just gets that that works for them it's looking at film mm-hmm. breaking things down because it makes them a better player when they're on the field and I yeah. think a lot of people that that don't I'm not saying kids don't like looking at film but some kids will look at film when film is requested to be looked at. You know, they don't really, like, look at it on mm-hmm. when it's just their free time. And I think that the way this game is becoming, especially with the NIL, especially with the JUCO, which previously it was, like you said, COVID. Now it's the NIL, it's the JUCO. You have to be two steps ahead of that right mm-hmm. about now, coming out of high school. Because now, because they can go and just grab a JUCO kid, yeah. 50%, if not higher, coaches would rather take that because they're already programmed, meaning yeah. they already mm-hmm. know how it works with getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning, hitting the, the weight room, doing all those things. That's right. They've already okay. spent a year you know what I mean? you and- Yeah, yeah. So they've been college level, so they know that they've had a different level of, you know, rigor and expectations. No, I know. Yeah. It's 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 a different time, and, you know, it's hard for high schoolers right now. Um, it's very hard. It's yeah. It's very hard because they, you know, like I said, they have to stay two steps ahead of the game. And with mm-hmm. parents, I think we, we as parents, We've seen all the hard work that our our athlete has put in that you just want your kids to be, you know, you see another kid getting 25 offers, just just 25 Mm -hmm. offers. And you're like, why my kid can't get? But you Mm got to understand the the game is just political. How things are done is just crazy. But that's just how that recruiting is done. And you have to learn it so you're not so stressed out about it. And it just seems like after COVID with the JUCO and and everything else, it becomes lesser for the high school kids. Yeah, it it has. You know, your your top level are still, you know, those those players haven't been as much, you know, haven't been as greatly affected, but, you know, you're – Good athletes, you know, that would probably still have gotten an offer or thought. They're really feeling, you know, the the heat now with the transfer portal and, and JUCO and 
Yeah, it's it's changed yeah. the game for high school recruiting. Right. And mm-hmm. you got to just think, like, even with the, when they reach out, like prior, it was on the camps. I think camps are starting to, to start up again. Um, I've been hearing a little bit about the camp, you know, certain camps starting up again. But mm-hmm. prior, yeah. it will be, you know, getting an invite to this camp, that camp. Now, mm-hmm. do you go to the camp? Like, these are just questions like, where your homework should be, what what steps do I need to take for my athlete? You know, because I used to think I made the I made a huge mistake with my daughter thinking that it's the coaches who gets my daughter seen when she played volleyball. Mhm. When it was far from it, like yeah, the coaches will be there, but the coaches have so many kids. So mm-hmm. you're doing 80 to 85% of the work. The coach comes in and says, yes, this is a great player. Oh, you want her film or you want his film? We're, we're doing mm-hmm. the majority of the work. Like, you got to know this clearinghouse. You you have to know all these things. You got to make sure <laughs> the counselor have everything on point for your athlete. Because at the end of the day, the coach is, they have more than one kid. Do it all. Yeah, I mean, we're Keenan's been fortunate. And he's had coaches who have been very active, you know, but that's not, I don't think, the norm, you know, and not all have, you know, that much experience with it. So especially across different sports and female sports. But, yeah, you know, you really got to do your homework and be diligent and, and sacrifice. You know, I think of, you know, Keenan loves, you know, he's loved competing and he loves, you know, playing sports, and he's played about every sport you can think of, um, you know, but, you know, he missed things sometimes. Sometimes maybe, a you know, a trip with his friends or whatever. So you have to be willing to sacrifice because you have to get yourself out there. You have to be seen. You have to compete. You want to compete against the best, and um, you have to be willing to go to the camps. And, you know, because if you just yeah. rely on your, you know, talent, talking to a coach when they come through your high school, you know, you'll be a step behind, and especially now with the high school, how it's changed high school recruiting since COVID. So, Absolutely, you got to, you know, you really have to be diligent. If you know, and this is their goal, you know, you really got to do your homework. Yeah, yeah. But I also, and like to with school, you know, I think, you know, every kid, you know, wants to go pro. I mean, you hear that from when they're little. I'm gonna go pro. You know, yeah. everyone wants to be five. There are so many yeah. good programs um, in different divisions. You know, just different conferences and. You know, I know everyone, you know, sees the glitz and glam of a power five and um, you know, obviously I'm I'm <laughs> I'm very grateful where Keenan will be and that he'll be in a right. conference that he's excited about. Uh, but I think that's another thing for parents and for student athletes to think about is, you know, find the right fit for you. You know, find you know, if you wanna be, you know, a playmaker and you wanna play, you know, find that right fit. Um, don't be hung up on what conference or is it a power five. Um you know, you know, just explore and make and make sure you're finding the right fit. That uh, you know, and I think that's one of the things that every parent should think about it. But every parent should not not pay attention to that because it can be all power five schools looking at your kid, but that may not be the best fit for that athlete. Mm-hmm. Not saying that that athlete can't compete at that level, 
it just may not be the best fit for that athlete, mm-hmm. you know. And and we are so hung up on, oh, yeah, I want to play on TV. You know, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. I, I've worked yeah. hard for this. Does not mean that you're not going to play on TV. You just got to find what works for you so that you're happy for those next three to four years. And mm-hmm. on top of you being happy, you're doing the one thing you love, which is playing the sport. That's right. You know, and, and you try to tell people like that's some D2 school, that's better than D1 school. Yeah. But if you don't do and your I, homework, you're yeah, not going to opportunity from like these Ivy League schools. I mean, you're going to get to play, you know, play at a competitive level and then the networking and the degree that you'll have when you leave there, you know, I mean, so there's just so many opportunities and so many ways and angles to look at, you know, your recruiting process and, um, just, I think, you know, go in it with your eyes wide open and, you know, do your homework and um, look at it fully, you know, don't just get tunnel vision. Absolutely. Because tunnel vision, it hurts your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it will really yeah. hurt your feelings because in your, in your mind, this is all I want. When you just, you, you have to lay everything down, do your research. Research to me is, so important. Yeah. So important yep. because what if your child is going to a school? I don't I don't know many schools that don't have it, but what if your child goes to this school and they don't have an engineer program, but that's what your child wants to be yeah. after yeah. football. Yep. Mhm. So you went over here for four years, but that's not what that kid wants to do after the fact. So I'm more so schooling because everything else you can do, that speaks for itself. I just want to make sure that when football is said and done, you're happy with where you're going to go after football. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So so we touched on everybody's journey is not the same. Do Mm -hmm. your homework. Yeah. Now, one thing I want to talk about that you said, and I want everyone to hear this, you will get to a school and they could possibly change your position. Mm-hmm. That's a question that you can ask. Mm-hmm. Do you see my kid <laughs> as a wide receiver? Yeah. Or do you see my kid as a slot with how your program runs things? Mm-hmm. Because the kid are coming there, no, I'm not I'm not no slot. Although it's dang near the same thing. Mm-hmm. No, I'm a receiver. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not no linebacker. But if you don't ask those questions it's going just to come up so it is, it's important to ask 'cause it may not yeah. it may not even come up, but they may be thinking something you know, I we have heard, though, just from other players that Keenan's come up with, though, that coaches have been up front with them about how they were recruiting them. So I think that's good because, you know, we heard stories like even when Keenan was younger that people got there and then all of a sudden once they were there, then they told them. So you just don't want to catch yourself in that situation. And, you know, and if they see that, I mean, they know they know things. So, you know, just be open-minded yeah. to it. But you ask and know and, and ask why, you know. You know, why do you see me here? But you definitely want to ask that question and have that conversation. 
Absolutely, and don't be afraid to have the conversation. Yeah. Like you said, they know more than us as parents. They have a vision that we can't see, but Mm -hmm. don't go in there and blindside yourself because it's like schools are changing majors. They're also changing positions because they see you at a better fit somewhere else to help the team. And you you either going to be okay with it or are you going to be frustrated? Mm-hmm. Those are the only two options you're going to have with that because if you don't do your due diligence and understand that, okay, this is a new position, I need to learn it, or this is not what I want to do, this is not what you said, this is not what you recruited me for, you're going, you're going to put yourself three feet back because then they're going to just stop talking and you're going to be trying yeah. to get on the field. Mm-hmm. You know, so that or worse, that you get up is, there and they do that after, yeah, <laughs> right. They do it once they're already there. So no, absolutely. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna yeah. not do it? You know, it, it is it is very hard for an athlete who's played a certain position who sees themselves as no, this is me. I'm trying to come here. I don't know an athlete who does does not feel like who they go to that they're going to try to break a record. I don't know not mm-hmm. one athlete that does not feel that way. Mm-hmm. So in their mind, they're like, no, my plan is this, you know, and sometimes you got to sit back and, like you said, ask questions. Okay, why do you see me better here than here, mm-hmm. you know? And if if you have a good coaching staff, they're going to break it down to you in a yeah. way that yeah. you can see it. Doesn't mean you're going to be happy, but sometimes when coaches do that, yeah, Yeah. sometimes when coaches do it, it's a better benefit for you. You just can't see it at that moment. They want to help their team. So if it's helping the team, it's helping you, you know, but you still want to know. So just ask, you know, don't be afraid (laughs) to ask. It goes back to just ask a lot of questions, do your homework, but just do not be afraid um, to ask questions. Yeah, and if the school's not, they don't want to answer your questions, that might be, a, you know, something to take note, make note of. You know? Right. Because if, if you can't, I think every athlete is a student of the game because they've been playing it for so many years. It doesn't matter what sport it is. You're a student of the game. So if mm-hmm. you don't tell the person why, what are they going to learn from? How are they going to learn it? Because in their mind, they're like, oh, I must not be good enough for this, but this is what they recruited me for, and now they're moving me here. They're unhappy. But if, in fact, you were recruiting that person for whatever position, and then they get there and you see, okay, I may have seven cornerbacks, so I want to move this person over to wide receiver because we're, you know, our depth chart on wide receiver is a little a little shaky. Mm-hmm. If you don't explain that to that athlete, how do you expect for them to be a student of the game and give their all on the field? Yeah. Because you must see something in them that they don't at the time. Yeah, you want to be on the same page, absolutely. You know, I think yeah. that's what it comes down to in the communication. And, and I think that was part of the process for Keenan where he felt really comfortable with Chapel Hill is, you know, the coaches, like there's, 
you know, open book, you know, communication and the Keenan being comfortable asking questions and then, and, you know, in the reverse, you know, they shared a lot, asked a lot of questions. And I think that's part of it. You have to have that open communication and, you know, feel like you guys are working together because, you know, if you're not on the same page, it's hard to, you know, really unite and be working towards the same goal. So I think that's so important, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, um, so is your son going to start early or he's going to finish out? Yes, he'll, um, he'll, he's got one more semester, so he'll play this fall and finish his courses. He only had two required courses left, and so he'll graduate. He'll be a mid-year graduate, graduate, and then he'll head up in January. Well, that's awesome. You know, that was another thing that I did my homework on. So many people were saying it, and I was just like, I don't know. But when you go back and look at it, Prior to COVID, I was like, no, you you know, you're, I want you to enjoy your little fun now because once you go to college, it becomes business. Mm-hmm. You have, your mindset has to be business. I want you to enjoy high school, get that all out your system. But yeah. COVID hit, and then you're like, dang, maybe I should have just let him do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then as you go through it, you realize that you hear different stories that people are like, oh, well, they know the playbook. You know, they're going to know the playbook. So by the time summertime comes, that first set of kids is already one one step ahead of the group that's coming in the summer because they've been there for a semester already. So I always tell people, like, do your homework on that. You know, sit down with the counselors to see what's the best fit for your athlete. I want to leave early. All your ducks are in order, especially with that, because you're leaving a whole semester early. You don't want to have to be doubling up on classes and stressing yourself out because you're trying to leave early. So yeah, I no, yeah, it goes back to yes, you need to be planning far far before that senior rising, you know, that summer before yeah. your senior year. You know, and I looking, at, I remember when it first started happening when students started doing the mid-year graduation because, as, you know, again, my role as a school counselor. And mm-hmm. at first I was, like, kind of hesitant because it would be one, two, three, maybe four or five students doing it. And the players yeah. would come back talking about they felt like they didn't, they didn't really have a class or a cohort, you know, and they just really were kind of floating around. Um, but yeah. now you're getting 15, 20, 25 kids that will do this. And yeah. so they're coming and – they're being able to not only, you know, get going in the football part, but they're getting, you know, they're getting a jump start on acclimating to the college life and the academic part of it before they're in a full-blown season. And, right. you know, I think that is the beneficial part of it. Um, but one coach, actually it was Coach Brown, who said to Keenan, you know, if you are a baseball player, you're track. If you have something that is your passion and you love as well, he goes, you get one time to be in high school. Yeah. He's like, so – you don't feel you need to or you have to, you know, does it help? You know, we're going to be honest, yeah, and for the reasons we just spoke about. You know, you get yes. you know, you get your feet wet when you're not in a full-blown season, but you do. You get high school, you know, it's a one-time thing. But I think it's that, you know, for each student, they have to kind of make that decision. And, um, you know, now, I mean, kids are taking high school classes, the middle school, college classes in high school, so students do have the opportunity right. academically to do it. Um, so you just got to make sure it's the right fit for you and, you know, and, 
I tell my students, you have the rest of your life to be an adult, you know, so don't rush it, you know. So if it's not the right fit, it's the right fit. But if you're sitting around taking a bunch of selectives and you're not playing a spring sport that's keeping you there and there's, you know, it's not going to hurt you. So I think that was for Keenan. He's he's excited and he's ready. And he's like, I just want to get going and, um, you know, start to learn. So um, it made sense for him. And, you know, academically, you know, he was, you know, fine with his credits and, so, but I do, I think that was great advice from Coach Brown. It's, you know, you get to be in high school one time. So, you know, really look at your individual situation. And um, I actually was speaking to a mom. We were up there um, last weekend or the weekend before, and her son does play baseball. So he's still kind of on the fence of what he will do, um, yeah. you know, and I get it, you know. Um, so especially these kids that did lose seasons through COVID, you know, it's like time is precious. So, but it is, I mean, I think it's a, it is an advantage now because you do have come in with a cohort of kids. You know, they get 15, 20 kids regularly now at each of these schools. So they're all kind of in that little cohort together and, you know, getting used to things together. So um, definitely better than when it first starts. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you for coming on, Nicole. I really appreciate you talking to us about your journey with this recruiting, and I wish Keenan nothing but the best in his well, thank you college so and anything and thank moving you. forward. <laughs> thank you so much. We're excited. and uh, But thank you also for offering this. This is so helpful because it is. It's a it's, it's a taxing, exciting, all the emotions, all, all of the above, you know, yeah. and, but it's helpful yeah. to be able to talk it through. So, you know, thank you for this podcast and the opportunity to come on. Absolutely, and you have a nice night. Get you some rest because I know it's we're three hours ahead, but get you yeah. some rest. And thank you so much. All right, take care. Thank you. Uh-huh, you too. So there you have it. We have the parent, a mom, not just my journey, but another mom's journey. Everybody's journey is not the same, but whatever your journey is, embrace it, ask questions, enjoy it, and just watch your child go with the flow, do what he or she is meant to do, and enjoy the journey. Until next week, everybody have a good night, and thank you for listening to The Life of a Sports Mom. Good night, everybody.